Hey, everybody. My name is David Michael. And I am Michael Carter. And we are ridiculously bored. Buffett time now. How are you doing, Michael? How was your week? We haven't talked in, in an entire seven days. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, other than the phone call we had midweek. Did we have a phone call? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I guess we, we did have a phone call. <laughs> yes, we haven't done this in a week, but yes, we did, do a phone, <laughs> we did do a phone call midweek. It feels really weird, right, like calling you out on the phone rather than something like this. Or even, you know, there's been other times where I call you on the phone and use, like, FaceTime, and you're like, why the fuck's it got to be FaceTime? Why can't we just talk on the phone? So this time I just called you straight out. <laughs> um, so it was, a, it was a good week. It was um, one million degrees over the weekend. It was uh, about 190-something, but it felt hotter. And then I had a graduation this week where we were out in the Hold sun. On. Go ahead. You honestly think you're going to get any empathy from me with the temperature on the East Coast? Yeah, but you're, you're fucking so weird, man. Like, I see you. It's like I come out there in the dead of summer. You have jeans and a long sleeve shirt on. So I don't know what's going on. So I don't burn my skin so my flesh doesn't fall off the bone. It was 110 wow. today. Do you think that'll work for me and help me lose a couple pounds? <laughs> One ten. How did you lose so much weight? Eh, burnt off. Yeah. 110, 110, and we went to the gym, and then we went to the pool at the gym. I was in the pool for 20 minutes. I got sunburned on my shoulders. 20 minutes. Yeah, and uh, and probably skin cancer, but that's a story for another yeah. day. <laughs> so I feel for your 91 fucking degrees. Go ahead. Tell the rest of your story, bitch. All right. So this week revolved all around school. So one of my nieces graduated from high school. It was an outdoor ceremony. Um, the only good thing was it was a like 90% chance of rain because it was so hot and humid that they talked really, really fast. So it went pretty quick. Oh, really? So that was nice. That's pretty funny. Um, so did that. And then my son got a little bit of trouble in school. So if it, there's a couple things that play into this. So first is there's a gender difference. It was him and a woman. Right? Was it a woman or was, um, it, a, was it a child? Sorry, him and a girl, okay. right? They're both 12-year-olds. How about that? So if you and I were to say stuff to each other, which we do, All the time. which can be offensive, can be bad language, can be um, aggressive, right? No big deal. Doesn't, doesn't seem to matter. Because we don't care. So, right. So, right. So, again, I want to use it as if you were a female, though sometimes I think you are, and I I think you open the episode. If I was by a female, you'd be in prison for sexual assault. Uh, who hit, who put their hands on the other guy? You hit me. <laughs> Just remember that. So um, he texted he him and this girl. Now they are legitimately friends. Talk all the time. Text all the time. Play games all the time. So there's nights where him, her, and a couple other people. Right? I don't know if he, he likes this girl or if it's just playful. They have their FaceTime on and they're playing a game together online at night and they do it for like an hour. So they get along really well. They, they say shit to each other that no big deal because they're friends. He made the learning mistake. So this was definitely be a learning moment for him where he sent her a message through the school system rather than text or through his iPhone, stuff like that. And he said, I think it was shit or fuck in the message. So school immediately registered on their mm -hmm. filters. So it comes through. And in his message to her, he said a couple things like, 
you know, those shorts you're wearing today are pretty stupid. Uh, I think he said fucking stupid is what he actually said. Um, And then he also (laughs) said, and I know, I know we're not supposed to use this, so I'm just using it for this is what was said in the story. He said, you look retarded and, and obviously the curse. So those three things. So school calls him in, principal calls him in, they interrogate him. You know, why did you do this? What did you say? Et cetera, et cetera. So he starts, he starts crying, right? He's 12 years old and it's the first time he's like gotten called down to the principal's office. And I'm like, please, (laughs) (laughs) well, my dad had to come in when I was six. (laughs) So you're, you're way, way behind. So he he got through run through the ringer. Then what they did was they called the girl down and the girl was like, I don't, I don't know why you're even bringing this up. Like him and I are really good friends. This is how we talk to each other. Um, Just, yeah, yeah, just leave it alone. So the school's like, well, we can't. She's like, because one, he's talking about the clothing. So that could be considered, mm-hmm. it could be considered sexual harassment. They're like, he cursed at her, which could be considered bullying. And and they're like, and so for all you people who don't like the retard word, she's like, and the lowest priority for us was that he called her a retard. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's that's not down with wow. today's society, lady. Like, I don't, I'm, I just want to say that that R word should not be used. <laughs> I actually said that to her. And that's actually when she said, uh, that's the least of our concern from this discussion. Did you say, well, I have a podcast and we will explicitly not use that word. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to call you retarded (laughs) on the podcast as part of an example of of how it gets used, not not to actually use it. So um, the the girl made such a little issue of it that the school was just like, okay, well, you've both Mm -hmm. been warned. We got to call both of your parents. They called her parents. They called my. They called. Uh, they called me and my wife. And so we had. So he comes home from school, and I'm like, "Look, just so you know, your." Um, I said, "Look, I'm going to be fair. You have a couple hours till your mother gets home. Pack your like, bags. Wind down with your. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll wind down with your friends. Let them know that you're not going to have your electronics for a little bit. We don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Me and mommy will decide. I'm like, and you know, I'll give you this little bit of time. So later on." My wife gets home. We talk to him. We discipline him. You know, we take away electronics for a week. We explain to him all the different things. You know, learning learning curve, all that good stuff. So that night, I go up to look at his phone. So I wanted to see what happened mm-hmm. in those three hours. So him and the girl were talking back and forth. And, like, she was actually upset that he got in trouble. She's like, this is ridiculous. You know, we're 12 years old. They this is how we like talk each to each other. other. What's yeah. the big deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... A couple things that were said in these messages that I thought was awesome. One, she's like, well, we just won't use the school system anymore because it's stupid and that's how we got in trouble. <laughs> she's like, my dad said the same thing. She's like, my dad told me not to use the school system anymore and just use our text messaging. So the other thing that I thought was really, he said what I did. And the girl's like, oh, your dad seems relatively chill. She's like, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, but my, when my mom gets home, oh, she's a real shit. bitch when she gets home from after work. <laughs> so... I told my wife, I'm like, that is hands down my favorite comment is that text, that text chat. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, right here, you're a bitch. I'm like, he knows. You get home, you're a bitch. Uh, so, so yeah, it, look, it ultimately had – it was look, it was a great learning experience. And he's he, he's gotten a, a good slap on the wrist without getting in a lot of trouble. Yeah, so he'll well, learn from we'll, we'll see how if was he, your week? he learns from it. <laughs> if, if he's your kid, he's not yeah. going to learn it, learn from it. But no, he seems like he's much better than you. <laughs> So we'll see. I, I think yeah. I do think that's funny. By the way, I will say it once again. Your wife is a fucking saint for putting up with you. 
I didn't. Whoa, time out. I didn't write it here. He wrote, he wrote it, it, but you said this is the greatest line of all time. So she is. She's told me she stopped listening to the podcast, uh-huh. so we can talk about her. So I can I can point out that he wrote what I was thinking. <laughs> I need to remember to not take a sip of any drink while you're fucking talking. Yeah. <laughs> I almost think that eggs you on to try and get me to laugh. It does. It does. When I see you go for the drink, I'm like, I'm going to nail him right here. All so, right. How was your My week? My week was fine. I already told you about the gym. Um, I'll give you another little thing real quick. So I went to a carnival near my house. One of those pop up on Friday, gone on Sunday. One of the ones that I'm a very strict believer in. I don't go on most of the rides because I don't trust any ride that you can put up on Friday yeah. and take <laughs> down on Sunday. We've had discussion before. It was shocking and i guess carny carny folk mm-hmm. i don't know if that's probably the one crowd left that you can still talk about and make fun of and not yeah, get everybody in trouble. doesn't care i don't know if carny folk have dental plans but dent, dent teeth were at a premium <laughs> with this group of people and i said that to my wife at one point i'm like have you seen more than five teeth in anybody's mouth yet behind the counter she's like like, oh my God, now you say that, no, I haven't. <laughs> before we started recording, you'd mentioned something about my hat being similar to ones that I had before. And my immediate response was fucking Instagram ads and Facebook ads get me every single time. I'm scrolling through my feed and um, I'll see an ad for something. And of course they have me pegged. They know all my teams. They know, they, they just look through your, your profile on Facebook and they know like all your favorite teams so, um, you know, I see a, a bunch of Dolphins hat and of course I, I pick them up, but occasionally I buy something uh, off of Instagram, total impulse buy, usually in the neighborhood of like 20 to 30 bucks and they look fantastic in the ad and the video looks phenomenal. And when you get it at home, it's not quite the same. And I'll give you a perfect example. I saw this ad, um, it had to be a little while ago and probably about three or four months ago. Um, something was going on in the Star Wars universe and, uh, okay. and I don't remember what show. It was probably The Mandalorian or something like that. And I saw this ad for these lights that look just like lightsabers. And, and mm-hmm. they're, I'm like, that'd be cool. Not only that, it'd be cool to have in the background of one of my video, you know, one of my videos. Uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to order it. It was 35 bucks. I'm like, all right, it's probably cheap. It's probably from somewhere in China. No, that's not a racist thing. Most of the cheap products that we buy come from China. That's a fact. Uh, so I order it. It takes like a fucking six weeks well, that's to of arrive. COVID dating all right? that time. Um, but anything from China has to come over on a boat. So, I mean, it typically takes that long anyways, anytime you order something from China. And you can already tell. I can tell when I was putting my credit card n- um, number in. I'm like, ah, this is a little sketch. I'm not too sure about this. But, all right, it's 35 bucks. What's the worst that, What's the worst damage they can do? Why is it asking for my social security <laughs> number? <laughs> so, anyway, so I buy it. And then, like, sure as shit, six weeks later, it shows up. And apparently my <laughs> my sizing was a little bit off because it's about eight inches long. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you checking the bed for <laughs> that's, um, what, that's what it looks like. For, for lice? I, I like, wish what are you the doing? folks that, that listen to the podcast could see this, but if you go to the Facebook or if you go to the YouTube channel, you can see it. But it is a uh, a lightsaber that is probably maybe eight or nine inches, maybe ten. 10 inches long. So, uh, yeah. And uh, it is absolutely useless. There's not a whole lot I can do with it. 
but uh, it made for a great story, and it was $35 for this little piece of shit right here that I can absolutely do nothing with. All right, so I want to back up a little bit. So, one, I'm pretty sure at some point you'll find that in your watch. <laughs> it does you look like a dildo, doesn't it? Um, you, you, did you think it was a string of lights that you were going to have in the background? No, I thought it was a long... LED and it's green. You can't. It doesn't show up on camera, but it's a green. It looks like a green, like an old like Luke Luke Skywalker lightsaber, right? So, um, but I thought it would be cool to just have something. You've seen my my mm-hmm. background. I've got a bunch of masks and stuff like that, and I have a bunch of different lights. Um, it looked like something that would look really cool in the background, but obviously the scale of it in the in the Instagram ad was pretty significantly different and i wish like i haven't seen the ad since so clearly somebody made a mint off of these fucking things and then disappeared because i haven't seen the ad since because i've been looking for that video going let me compare the size of this fucking thing to the one that i actually thought i ordered is it is it something like you thought you would hang it on the wall like somebody would hang a guitar like that kind of thing that's what you thought it was no i have like i have a bunch of shelves Mm -hmm. behind me and i put just different lights and kind of kitschy things on the on the shelf Every time I'm on a Zoom call, it's like a conversation piece. I've, I collect horror film masks. I have like a Michael Myers mask, and I have a bunch of unique masks. And any time I'm on a call, before everyone gets to the meeting, it's always a, hey, what's going on in the background there? Can we talk about this? Like, why do you have that mask? And I tell people about how I'm a big horror film fan, and I like to collect them. So um, it's just a conversation piece. And, I mean, for the last you know, year, year and a half, all we've been doing is is Zoom calls all day long, every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I just kind of been collecting little things to put on my walls behind me so that when I'm on the phone with somebody, it's, uh, you know, something to kind of spark a conversation. Oh, so now people will ask, why do you have that candle behind you? <laughs> <laughs> it had to say the measurement somewhere in it. Yeah, I, you know what? Maybe it did and I missed it, but it was... It was pretty fucking funny. When I got it and opened it, I'm, I, w- I had no idea what it was. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it had been so long. And Why I'm like, I don't remember so ordering small. anything. <laughs> 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 All right. So, so yeah, that's, that, that's my fucking story. And I'm a sucker for buying it. But, you know, to this day, I still buy hats all the time off of, like, Facebook and Instagram ads, which is why I have such a massive collection of hats. I think it's up to, like, 50 or 60 hats. Yeah, now. and those things are all – they're so interconnected now. They – Track off, track off Facebook, I think it was called, which, you know, just started getting more publicity of how to shut it off. But you mm-hmm. look at something on Google, Facebook has an ad for it, or Instagram mm-hmm. has an ad for it. Or if you ask Alexa something, all of a sudden you're getting all these ads. Like if you say to Alexa, you talk about a cruise, the next thing you know, there's all this cruise stuff in your, all your different feeds. It's, yeah. it's creepy. I understand what's happening, but it's still pretty creepy to know that that's happening. The amount of, and I get the the intentions for them collecting the data is all money driven, mm-hmm. right? I want to know what you like so that I can show you ads that you're more likely to to respond to. All right, as, as a marketer, my entire career has been in marketing and e commerce. I get it. Okay, the problem is that they've collected so much information that they're almost able to predict future actions. Okay, so it's not only like I know what this guy wants to buy, but in the wrong hands, that data could be used against you. It's like Minority right, Report, right? Example. That's the movie. Well, I, I haven't seen Minority Report, but I'll give you a, you know a perfect example. Um, say some guys, you know, watching I, I don't know porn, right? He's watching porn. 
all of a sudden the videos go from normal videos to a little bit on the fetish side and maybe all of a sudden on the violent side. Are we talking about my Okay. <laughs> yes, we are. But, you know, in the wrong hand, someone can say, this guy is about to be a sex offender. Mm-hmm. Let's go grab him. Yeah, that's, okay, that's though, exactly what Minority Report's about. They stop really? future yeah, crime. i have to watch that. But for you, like, they're just going to think you're making some midget army with uh, lightsabers. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. He must be, he's manning a bunch of midgets to make a fight. Sorry, little people, who All also right. known as midgets. All right. Well, speaking of fights, uh-huh. I had an idea for this week, and I want to go with it. Um, so tonight, there's a big UFC fight. I don't know if you know about it. There's a title fight tonight. Um, it's on. It's on right now, actually, as we record this. Um, and I'm a big MMA fan. I've done MMA for, for a long time, taught MMA for almost seven years. Um, so, and But you know, if you look at MMA it, today, it's, it's come a long way, all right? And then, you know, last week, two weeks ago, we had this spectacle of, a, of an exhibition match between um, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, a YouTuber. All right. So the thing that really got me is the disparity in pay between MMA and boxing. Right. All right. And I kind of wanted to go down this rabbit hole. Part of this is me wanting to um, have a topic for us to talk about for a little bit, because we're all over the place. So I kind of wanted to, let's focus us a little bit, you know, each episode. There's so many things you and I can go off on. Um, But, you know, the other part is this really interests the fuck out of me and I don't understand it. And I wanted to get your take on it. All right. Well, let's. I want to. I do want to start out with before we started recording. You said instead of how much they get paid, you said purses, and then I went off making fun of you about purses. So I noticed you have changed the term. Just saying. Why is that relevant? Um, yeah. Sorry. Right, let's let's talk about. It. We'll see how it goes. Like um, you know, that's it's different than what we normally do. So let's just yeah. see where it goes. So I had a couple of of leading questions, and we can kind of talk about those. And, and you know, the first one was like, you know, who has more fans? Right. And and I don't know, like, you know, if we were to Google, you know, boxing popularity versus MMA popularity, if you're looking at maybe the last 20 or 30 years, um, boxing probably takes it. I mean, in, in, in more ways than one, I think there's just boxing is it's an older sport. It's been around a lot longer. Like our parents knew it and enjoyed it. MMA is a little bit of a newer sport. Go ahead. You want to say something? So Yeah. You think even today boxing gets more eyes well, I, on I'm the saying screen? if you look at the last 30 years, boxing has probably been the most, you know, I mean, UFC didn't really start coming around until like the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. but So the, the problem is that with the, the fans, I think to me, again, not looking any of this up, to me, the fans seem to be shifting more to MMA. And I think one of the biggest reasons to me is, there's no one particular boxer to like root for. There's nobody who's destroying the field. Like, you know, when Tyson, when we were kids, Tyson was like, you couldn't make a cup of noodles before he knocked the guy out. Yeah. Like, that's how fast those fights well, went. And it's funny you should say that because I, I started reading up on this and a lot of articles that talk about, you know, the pay disparity between MMA and boxing. And, and I'll get to some numbers in a second. So just hold off there. Mm-hmm. 
they talk about the fact that boxing has a guy you can rally behind. You know, they've got Tyson Fury, Floyd Mayweather. We had Mike Tyson when we were, you know, all these guys that have these huge larger-than-life personalities and just dominate the sport, right? On on the MMA side, just like you said, there's a bunch of guys and maybe there's one or two kind of guys that pop out, the Conor McGregor's, because um, he's got a, you know, a big, you know, attitude, um, you know, Brock Lesnar, who was originally like WWE, you know, champion before he came over into MMA and everybody said, well, there's no way this fake wrestler is going to do any good in in MMA because our sport's better than that. And then he ended up winning the yeah. title yeah, as a heavyweight. Or three or four steroid tests failed later, um, kind of marred his career. Well, let's be realistic. You don't look the way they do in the WWE without some sort of performance enhancement. I don't care what anybody says. 99% of those guys are juicing. Is there a possibility an MMA fighter is just going to whoop our ass one day? <laughs> like, oh. hey, you're the guy who's talking about MMA. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> He's like, I've never heard a man scream so loud. So, <laughs> so which has more fans? I would say today, UFC is probably creeping up as far as, you know, it's, a, it's the more popular sport. You know, when you and I w- would, every every... Let's go back a little bit. Every year, you and I go to Vegas with our friends. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that if you've listened to the podcast before. We always try to find something to do besides gamble. Like, and Correct. for a while, every year, we were going to either a boxing or an MMA fight. And so we, we've been to, to both, and we talked about the boxing match last time. I don't really think we've talked about the MMA fight that we went to, but I remember it was early on in the MMA um, kind of as it was becoming more popular. And... You were turned off by it because it was so yeah, violent. I, yeah, I thought it was it was a street brawl gone sideways, it felt like yeah. to me. And so that never really watching it much before the first time we went to one, it just it just seemed brutal. Yeah. Even watching it now, sometimes I'll turn it on. And it's just the unfiltered beatings, right? There's no uh, look, I know the the refs are there, and they stop it when they need to. And there's you know fine line when the guy totally cold cocks somebody and he's out. Like they stop it. I get that part, but just some of the beatings that get through to that point, it's it's brutal. Yeah. Like to me, it's just a brutal sport. It is and, a brutal and, sport. and I've watched boxing my whole yeah. life, and that's a fact. It, it is a brutal sport, um, and I think the reason why people like it is because it's as close as you can get to a real fight um, without it being a dangerous real fight, and it's still dangerous, but. Most people may not know this. I was in college when the UFC UFC won the very first Ultimate Fighting Championship was announced, and the way they build it, the way they marketed it to college students, to people on TV. The I remember the commercials. It was billed as a fight to the death. Okay, it, it was very right? much gladiator style. A underground faces of death slash yeah gladiator type. Like, someone could die. We're going to stick two guys from two different fighting styles, a boxer and a sumo wrestler, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, and uh, uh, I forget what one of the other, like, another another form of martial art, right? We're going to stick all these styles, all right, against each other, and we're going to see which fighting style wins. Is it the taekwondo guy? Is it the boxer? Is it the sumo? Is it the wrestler? So the kickboxer. They were throwing all of these different styles in 
which was super interesting. But at the end of the day... It's like a video yeah, game. No, it was, it was Street Fighter, right? It was Street Fighter for, you know, in real life. But at the end of the day, they were going, they're gonna, we're going to put them in an octagon, and there's no time limit, and they're going to fight until somebody dies or gives up. So as a college student, I remember going, holy shit, like, we got to see this. So I, all my fraternity brothers were like, hmm. let's, like, let's chip in and let's buy the pay-per-view, and we did. And it ended up launching an entirely new sport. They made it more legit and they, you know, made it less violent, although it's still very violent today. But that was how the UFC got started. It was actually started by a family, the family that invented Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So they're the ones that sold it for oh, a absolutely. billion dollars or whatever. But they felt that their style of martial art was superior to all other forms. So that's why they came up with the idea. Yeah. Let's let's pit our style against every other style. And see if we can win. And of, it's such a plot of a bad movie, right? But it really is. but the, the this family of like fifteen Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guys picked the you know one of the younger ones. His name was Ho was Hoist Gracie, and he won the first three UFCs. And then he would have won. Well, he he made it to the final round of the fourth, but ha he broke like a bone and couldn't couldn't fight. So they they gave up. So to answer your original question of who has more fans i and this is just math here i'm guessing because of the disparity in the purses that boxing has more fans that would be my guess because you know these guys are getting paid 50 60 70 million dollars and yeah. i don't know what mma fighters get you know i think they talk a couple hundred grand is a lot for them right on a fight yeah so we'll get to some numbers in a second N next question though i wanted to ask which do you think requires more skill boxing or mixed martial arts from a man who has now taken three boxing lessons, <laughs> um, boxing, while there's still some, and I was, look, I'm not a prize fighter, but obviously there's some, some pieces there that you know how to do. I know mm -hmm. how to throw punches. I know how to move around. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's pieces that you know. And so, it, obviously, if that were something I would set my career on, I think it's something that I could do. I could process that skill you could hone. I'm mm -hmm. guessing the because of the mixed martial arts aspect of it and so many different things, right. I'm going to guess MMA takes more skill. Yeah, I don't know that there's a right answer to this. Um, I mean, boxing purists will say, no, you know, there's so many levels to boxing, right? You know, there's the Mike Tyson level that is brute force and speed and accuracy, right? I'm going to just destroy you in 90 seconds or less. Right. And then there's the Floyd Mayweather style, which is... I'm going to let you get really tired, and then I'm going to pick you apart piece by piece. I may not knock you out, but I'm going to win the fight every single time. Yeah, and, you know, right. I watched Oscar De La Hoya do a fight like that, which mm -hmm. I, I don't have a scorecard in front of me, but he was doing exactly that. He was tiring the guy out. You could see that he was kind of playing with him the whole time, and it bit him in the mm -hmm. ass. They gave the, the uh, win to the other guy. I'm like, yeah. I mean, they always say never the leave it time. up to the judges. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, on, on the MMA side, you know, as, as someone who's trained in, in multiple forms of martial arts, um, it's tough. You know, you, you have to be a good striker, which is boxing, right? You have to be a good kickboxer. Kicking is a huge part of the sport. Um, and one of the most, I mean, your legs are way more powerful than, than your arms are. So you can do way more damage. But also kicking takes a lot more stamina away from you than, than punching does. I can tell you that for a fact. What's the style um, where they like you know, like kick walls and shit to like toughen up their legs. 
Is that jujitsu? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. It's That's Muay Thai. Thai. Yeah, Muay Thai is is the is, is of all the the kickboxing styles, Muay Thai is the more uh, the most lethal. They say it's one of the most lethal forms of pure fighting on the planet. Um, with you know, without weapons, of course. The um, you know, if the fight goes to the ground, you know, you need to know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That's all about ground fighting and how to get out of different positions. But in order to get the fight to the ground, it's all wrestling. You have to shoot in, take somebody's leg, and flip them and get them on the ground. So it, there's there's multiple aspects to mixed martial arts. Thus the name, right? Um, but the problem that I see is it takes years, if not decades, to become really good at all of them. Right. right. You know, to get a black belt typically takes anywhere from five to 10 years. All right. It, it took me less because I was going four or five nights a week. But typically someone goes, you know, two or three nights a week and you just kind of over time you earn it. Um, but so it's really difficult. Like boxing, I can see you mastering all these different levels of boxing over the course of like five to 10 years. Whereas, I don't know, unless you're doing it full-time all day long, it's really difficult to master all those different elements of mixed martial arts. So you end up getting guys that tend to be good in one area and weak in other areas. So That's when they say things like, oh, if he gets you to the ground, the fight's over. Yeah. Like, but he yeah. has to get you to the ground. Exactly. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. Like, I was on rollerblades once and I almost got in a fight many, many years ago. And GQ was with me at the time. And he's like, what was your plan? He's like, the guy was on his feet. He was going to fucking bust your ass when you were. And I'm like, no, if I went down, I was going to bite him in the ankles. Like, then it would be my version of <laughs> MMA. I'm like, I'll do whatever the fuck it takes if I end up on the ground. I'm like, but he's like, I'm just saying, you would have got your ass handed to you. He's like, I don't know what you planned on doing. I'm like, oh. the, the moment yeah. got away from me. <laughs> Pre-thought is not your best, uh, your, your best asset <laughs> thinking about that shit. The other thing I wanted to ask was like, which, which do you think is more exciting to watch? I know, yeah, I, I because of the violence in MMA, I, I'm not a very big fan of it. Really? Like, watching it, I'm more like, ugh, then, yeah, get him, get him. While boxing, you know, like, you, I, I would be more cheering them on. So, mm -hmm. for me, that, that that's more exciting. Well, I, should, I shouldn't say. I like watching it more. I won't say it's more exciting. You like watching um, boxing more? Yeah, I like yeah. watching it more, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's more exciting. Yeah. I mean, the difference between boxing and MMA are pretty stark. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, boxing is typically a 12-round fight. They're, they're three-minute rounds. MMA is no more than a five-round fight, and they're typically, you know, five-minute rounds. So even with the shorter rounds, there's so many more ways for someone to get knocked out in MMA. There's so many more ways for someone to win a fight. Boxing, there's two ways. You knock someone out or you win by the judge's scorecard, right? Yeah. In well, MMA, box, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, in MMA, you have that, but there's also submissions. There's a thousand different ways to sub submit somebody. There are choke holds and, and all the, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu moves that you can do. Um, you know, you can, you can knock someone out by kick to the face. You can knock someone out, you know. There's just so many other ways to win a fight. I think it makes it a little bit more unpredictable. For example, it's, I can see Floyd Mayweather never losing another boxing match, even though he's kind of retired. Um, nobody goes undefeated in MMA. It's just, right. it's too difficult. There's too many ways, too many things can go wrong. Well, in boxing, somebody catches you, you could still shake it off. Like you see in MMA, some of these guys get clipped and it's like that they're done. Yeah, it's done. Like, it's done. And other than like, truly the heavyweights 
are those ones where it's a lot of times one punch and the guy goes down, right? You see yeah. that? I think you see that a little bit more. The lighter weights, fly weights, all those other things, bantam weights, a million other weights. Yeah. Those are more the long play on a lot of them, right? The guys sure. aren't trying to really, like, well, maybe they are trying, but the guys don't, I don't see as many knockouts or knockdowns. Yeah. So, you know, and it's it's actually funny because in, in boxing, believe it or not, most hits are not square hits. Because when you see a boxer get squarely hit, they crumble. Yeah. Like every once in a while, you'll see a good lefty-righty fight, and that southpaw fucking, because they're, they're opposite angles, he catches them cleanly, and the guy crumbles like a piece of paper. Yeah. So in MMA, to me, it feels more like that can happen at any, any point in time, yeah. Yeah. I've seen some weird MMA fights. Like There was this one fight I'll never forget where the dude took a, a body shot to the ribs. He clearly broke his ribs because he immediately doubled over in pain. His opponent noticed that and just came at him with everything he had to finish him off. And when he did that, the dude just hit the dude with an uppercut and knocked him out. And then crumbled to he the just like street fight. Yeah, and then crumbled to the ground like he couldn't get up because his rib cage hurt so bad. So he ended up winning the fight after breaking his ribs. They did confirm that he broke his ribs. But it was just like the most random thing, like, oh, this guy's done. Oh, he's not done. <laughs> this guy just won. So there's just so some what do you think's more like exciting? Oh, uh, for, for one hundred percent MMA. Um, I don't even think it's close because um, MMA fights do go the full distance um, because they're so short. A typical MMA fight is three rounds. But, um, you know, if you get two big guys in the ring, I mean, it's most likely going to be an all-out brawl, especially if you get two guys that hate each other. So um, the, the thing that I don't understand, though, is there's such a huge pay disparity between boxing and MMA. And... Some of it has to do with draw, right? You know, a lot more people know boxing. My dad would love to watch a boxing match. My dad's not necessarily into MMA, right? So he probably wouldn't yeah, watch that. There's zero chance of my dad watching an MMA. Yeah, so so there's that. I think the older, um, you know, the, the aging audience, I think, is still into boxing, whereas they're just not into MMA. So there's that. And over time, that may fade. Who knows? But, like, just to give you an example, you know... MMA fighters, if they're at the pinnacle of their career and they're fighting for a title fight, the most any fighter has made is somewhere in the neighborhood of two point five to three million dollars for the fight. The most recent heavyweight champion won, I think, six hundred thousand dollars for his fight, maybe five hundred thousand dollars for his fight. Um, granted, he'll get more in his title defenses, but um, you know, this is UFC we're talking about here. You know, and then you look at like Floyd Mayweather, you know, uh, I think when he fought Manny Pacquiao, the purse was like $250 million. Wait a minute. What's Pacquiao, the guy's name? Sorry. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. I, <laughs> you know what? I always get that fucking thing wrong. I always say it wrong. Manny Pacquiao. Sorry. Um, well, it's good that I just let yeah. it go then. Um, yeah. I, I think he made like a, a, a quarter of a billion dollars for that fight alone. And then he made $100 million oh. when he fought Conor McGregor. And then he just fought a fucking YouTuber with no experience and like he's 0-1 professionally as a boxer and he made like $65 million for a five-round exhibition fight that was clearly he dominated the entire fight. Well, it looks like he not. I saw some of it. It looks like he knocked yeah, him out once and held like him up. It looks like he held him up from just to make the, side yeah. a, the, the fight a little bit more exciting. How much did Logan Paul get? I think he got like Paul Logan, whatever his name is. $30 million for that fight. 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, when Conor McGregor fought um, Mayweather, he got, I think, 50, 60 million yeah, he bucks. Got, I think he got 50 he, million. He wasn't going to make that over his whole career in No, MMA, and, he, and right? so, he didn't in his entire career in MMA. Not even close yeah. to that. So, Did you see that fight? Of course. That was actually a yeah, good fight. Yeah, that was a really good fight. But, you know, like I said, Mayweather just toyed with him for five or six rounds and then picked him apart and then just, like, absolutely yeah. destroyed him. The other thing I thought was interesting in that fight was you could see, right? It's muscle memory. You could see there were times oh, yeah. when yeah. McGregor went back was, to, like, he wanted yeah, to do an MMA move on him, and he was like, oh, wait, yeah, shit, you I can't. Can, you can definitely <laughs> tell. Well, ha- having said that, I don't think there are many boxers that can transition to MMA and 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 do well unless they completely immerse themselves in all the different styles. Like, you know, for, for Mayweather to take an MMA fight against Conor McGregor, I think would probably hurt him in ways that he may not be able to recover from. Yeah, I agree. Cause they talked about that. They're like, they should do one where they fight boxing and one where they should do MMA. I don't think that'll ever happen. I just just, don't think there's a boxer that is, I think they understand that boxing is one of the five to 10 aspects of MMA. Right, so I, I think they understand that it's it's so much harder to go from boxing to MMA than it is to go from MMA to boxing. But it's also why you see all these former MMA fighters wanting these exhibition bouts to cash in and make millions of dollars. Yeah, you know. So the average MMA fighter gets like twenty grand a fight. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just it, it's one of those things that. Look, boxing also, they're hitting you with padded gloves, right? That must be a fucking holiday to these yeah, MMA the, fighters. Just, just right? to give they're you like, uh, an example, the boxing gloves they typically use are 12 ounces of padding. MMA gloves are four-ounce gloves. So so it's literally mm-hmm. one quarter of the padding in an MMA glove. Yeah. I'm sorry, one-third. My math sucks. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, neither of those are for me. So I, the only research I did on this when we decided this was going to be the topic was how long they've both been around. How long do you think boxing, oh, has, boxing been has been around? Some form of boxing, now, and then necessarily the rings and all the known the rules we have them now, but some years, form of it. minimum hundreds of years. It's been traced back to eight hundred yeah. BC. How long do you think MMA has gone backwards um, as well? Well, I mean, if, if you're tracing MMA back to UFC 1, uh, it's it's like, I want to say early 90s. So <laughs> you're off by about 2,000 years. They said there's um, examples of MMA-style fights as early as 600 BC. Yeah. So 600 yeah, MMA younger, as yeah, we know it today was created when the UFC was created. I mean, so it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, potato, potato. Yeah, but I, I yeah. still don't understand the mechanics. You know, you could say the same thing about sports, right? You've got the NBA, you've got the WNBA, right? Yeah. So you've got, in the thing. NBA, you've got guys making $25, $30, 40000000 million a year. And a w, WNBA player, the best player, makes, I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a couple hundred thousand. But it's, it's, the disparity is ridiculous. <laughs> But that I understand. Well, okay. Well, it's again, it's 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 crowd it's fans, yeah, right? So that's why I crowd. said, like, without knowing anything, just based on the purses, boxing has yeah. to have more fans. It just has to, because otherwise, MMA would pay more. 
The other thing about boxing is you've got like the W, you've got all these different like boxing divisions and people can have multiple belts and Mm -hmm. it's kind of confusing. At least in the MMA, there's really only like one or two MMA kind of, you know, there's UFC, there's Bellator, and there's like maybe one or two other kind of bare knuckle boxing type, you know, organizations. But those are, those are different leagues, right? Like... I think can boxers fight in each of them? I mean, can MMA people go between each of them? No, typically if you sign a UFC contract, and I don't know this to be a fact, but I, I know enough about the UFC to know that they were they were saying, look, if you're a UFC fighter, you're not a yeah. Bellator fighter. You're not fighting in any one See, of those. See, that's why it's a little bit different than boxing because in boxing, the same, I know it's IBF and WBO and WBA, whatever they are, yeah, but you're fighting the same divisions. people. And, you know, every once in a while, I remember... Yeah. When after Tyson lost his belts and then it became kind of everybody fending for all the different belts, there would be talks mm-hmm. like, well, one of them's like, well, we have this guy ranked number one and you have to fight him next. And the other guy's like, well, we have this guy ranked number one. You have to fight him or you lose your belt. So it, it's different because you could still it would be like being able to play, you know, baseball on Saturday and then another sport like that on Sunday, another sport like that on Monday. Like it's weird. So that's, I think, the big difference is is those things. But Funny story to tell you real quick, and then we can wrap it up. Um, I was training for, I think it was my second-degree black belt, and part of the training process is this, it's this maddening, like, 12-hour day. Like, you started off with a four-mile run, and you have to do it in a certain amount of time, otherwise you fail the test, and they, you go home. You don't even, you can't go on to the next stage. Stage two is, like, this three hours of cardio and weight training where you're doing hundreds of push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups and and you're doing plank position ab work for 30 to 60 minutes at a time. It's just insane, right? And then you do that for three hours, you take a break, and then you spar for three hours, all right? And then the last three-hour bit of it is um, actually demonstrating all the techniques that you've learned for an audience of like parents and people and anyone who wanted to go. And the audience would get big. I mean, we'd have 30, 40, 50 people watching any given black belt test. But the rest of the black belt test was all like sectioned off and they put up like black, you know, coverings over the windows so that nobody could look in. And the the sparring was freaking brutal, right? And every year, my instructor, the owner of the school would get the most random like former or current or up-and-coming MMA fighters to come in and freaking spar with us and just beat the shit out of us for three hours. And uh, he ended up teaming up with another gym and he brought in one of the owners of the other gym who was um, an up-and-coming like UFC-type MMA fighter. Like legit fighter, had multiple belt, you know, multiple, um, you know, fights under his belt. And so we're sparring and, you know... The funny thing about sparring, when you're sparring with someone, somebody sets the tone for how hard you can hit. It's like this unwritten rule. It's the same as like you play ping pong with friends, right? It's like it starts slow and then all of a sudden the the competitiveness comes out. So the problem with that whole concept, though, is that sometimes you accidentally set the tone of the fight and you don't want that. And we were sparring, and, and, and when I say sparring, it's mostly kickboxing, MMA-style sparring, right? There's no takedowns, there's no Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but we're, we're kickboxing. And this, guy's, uh, this guy was teaching my instructor kickboxing, so he was the man, right? And, you know, we're going at it, 
And, you know, I'm just going kind of light and, you know, he's kind of getting in there and I'm like feeling him out. And then he kind of comes in and I just timed it perfectly and I just clocked him right in the nose, right? And he kind of shakes it off and his nose is fucking red and I just went, oh, fuck. Mm. And he said, all right, now I know how hard we're sparring. And I went, motherfucker. And for the next 30 minutes, this dude beat the living shit out of me. He was kicking me in the head. Every time I threw a kick, he would sweep my leg and I'd fall down. And it was just absolutely brutal. And it was funny. It was just one of those things where he's like, all right, now I'm going to show you how it's really done. Can, and and yeah, it was brutal. You think you can absolutely get his address brutal. so I can send him a thank you card? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, we are, I do still talk to him today, though. So it's, he's um, have him come out when I'm there and I'll give him a hug. Um, it's not my story, but one of my friends used to go to, to karate and we used to call his sensei, sensei money grower, right? Cause he would, uh, it's just like, you know, it's one of those things. Cause even like when my kid did it to get the belt, it was like, you had to earn, yeah. you know, 13 different stripes. And so it was a money grab, some of it. Yeah, of course. But one of the classes that he was taking a test and the sensei standing right in front of him and says to him, okay, part of this test is you have to hit me in the face. And so the idea was, okay, now we're going to go back to our points and start. But as soon as he says, you have to hit me in the face, my friend just lifts his hand straight up and punches him in the face oh, and fucking <laughs> knocked down the sensei. And he was like, nice. he's like, I'm seeing, like, seeing stars. He had to like, okay, I need a minute here. <laughs> he's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> he's like, give me a second. So. I'll tell you another quick story just because it's another funny one that I just completely thought of that I totally forgot. We used to do these demonstrations where like another school would come in and uh, demonstrate techniques that maybe we didn't learn. So it would kind of give, make everybody more well-rounded. So with this, you know, it's like eight o'clock at night and we're doing this demo and there's like probably 60 students in, in the room. And um, I volunteered because I know the owner of this other school. I volunteered to be his kind of assistant and he was performing all these techniques on me. And he's explaining, he's got me on the ground and he's got my arm tweaked way back above my head and he's got his knee on my throat, Right. And I'm like, all right, like, you know, he's not going to do anything. And he's demonstrating to the crowd this technique. And then next thing I know, someone's waking me up and shaking me. He literally put me to wow. sleep because he had his knee on my carotid artery. And he and they got me up. And he, I, I, I was, the feeling of getting put down and then coming out of it was one of like, why are you waking me up? I'm so happy right now. This is such a peaceful sleep. Yeah. And I remember... Coming to, and you kind of have like, you know, pins and needles, like, you know, your arm fell asleep. You have pins and needles in, in your head. And I just remember this feeling of like, oh, I was sleeping so nice. What the yeah. hell? What? Like, you're, you're like mad. You're like, what, what's going on? And uh, yeah, he accidentally put me out while he was trying to demonstrate uh, a technique on, uh, on me to the class. It was pretty funny. It's like when I passed the CPA exam, my dad tried to get me out of the bathtub. I was so drunk. I'm like, no, I'm totally fine. Let me sleep here for the rest of the night. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, I don't know that we've solved the 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 question of why MMA fighters don't get paid nearly as much as boxing, um, but uh, I think it was kind of fun to talk about some of the the different you know point of views of uh, you know you and I. I. We are certainly not experts on it, but uh, uh, I like the sport. I like both sports. I think they're both great. Um, I kind of want to start a YouTube channel so that I can go fight Floyd Mayweather and and potentially make twenty thirty million dollars for no reason whatsoever. I, on the other hand, realize I will never be a boxer, 
and I will never be an MMA fighter, but I am Michael Carter. You are Michael Carter, and I am David Michael. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. bored.